My name is Alan Stephen, and I'm the Joint Church Warden at St Lawrence Bidford-on-Avon. And I'd like today to read for you ten pieces of poetry relating to the beginning of Advent season. The season we celebrate as we anticipate the coming of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. The first poem is called What Kind of Messiah? What kind of Messiah does anyone want? What sort of Saviour will do? Before we subscribe and get dunked in the font, what kind of Messiah are you? What kind of Messiah does anyone need in our postmodern hullabaloo? What qualifications will help him succeed? What kind of Messiah are you? Will you stop us from worry and calm us from fear? Will you free us from debt and fatigue? Will you send Boris Johnson packing next year? Will you put us on top of the league? Will you heal our diseases with mystical magic? So we live to an hundred and two. Will you make it all better when things turn out tragic? What kind of messiah are you? Will you find me a partner and get me a job? Will you save me a good place to park? Will I be super fit, even though I'm a slob? Will you keep me a berth in the ark? Will you answer my prayers, but not everyone else's? Will you make all my wishes come true? Will you bless all of wolf strikers, not villas? What kind of messiah are you? Will you be kind to Hindus and good to atheists? Will you send all the bad ones to hell? Will you show Richard Dawkins he doesn't exist? What is it you're planning? Do tell. Will you stop every war, every flood and tsunami, and remove the excess CO2? Will you fix all the people who are driving me balmy? What kind of messiah are you? Will you make sure my mortgage rate doesn't go higher? Stop me drinking too much alcohol? Can I win your millions and go and retire to house on Costa del Sol? Will you bless my belief and ignore my behaviour and vindicate all that I do? Oh, just be my own private and personal saviour. What kind of messiah are you? Our second reading was written by U.A. Fanthorpe, who was born in 1929, and the title of his poem is B.C. A.D. 
This was the moment when before turned into after, and the future's uninvented timekeepers presented arms. This was the moment when nothing happened. Only dull peace sprawled boringly over the earth. This was the moment when even energetic Romans could find nothing better to do than counting heads in remote provinces. And this was the moment when a few farm workers and three members of an obscure Persian sect walked haphazard by starlight straight into the kingdom of heaven. We couldn't record this event without reading John Betjeman's old favourite, entitled simply Christmas. The bells of waiting advent ring, the tortoise stove is lit again, and lamp oil light across the night has caught the streaks of winter rain. In many a stained glass window sheen, from Crimson Lake to Hooker's Green. The holly in the windy hedge, and round the manor house the yew, will soon be stripped to deck the ledge, the altar, font and arch and pew, so that the villagers can say, The church looks nice on Christmas Day. Provincial public houses blaze, corporation tramcars clang. On lighted tenements I gaze, where paper decorations hang. And bunting in the red town hall says, Merry Christmas to you all. And London shops on Christmas Eve are strung with silver bells and flowers. As hurrying clerks the city leave, to pigeon-haunted classic towers. And marbled clouds go scudding by the many-steepled London sky. And girls in slacks remember Dad, and oafish louts remember Mum, and sleepless children's hearts are glad. And Christmas morning bells say, Come, even to shining ones who dwell, safe in the Dorchester Hotel. And is it true? This most tremendous tale of all, seen it in a stained glass window's hue, a baby in an ox's stall, the maker of the stars and sea, become a child on earth for me. And is it true? For if it is, no loving fingers tying strings around those tissued fripperies, the sweet and silly Christmas things, bath salts and inexpensive scent, and hideous tie so kindly meant. 
no love that in a family dwells, no carolling in frosty air, nor all the steeple-shaking bells can with this single truth compare. That God was man in Palestine, and lives today in bread and wine. someone I've never heard of, M. Charlita. Its title is Advent Antiphons. From Mary's sweet silence come, word mutely spoken. Pledge of our real life come, bread yet unbroken. Seed of the golden wheat in us be sown. 
fullness of true light through us be known. Secret held tenderly, guarded with love, cradled in purity, child of the dove, come. David A. Redding wrote a work in 1965 called If I Could Pray Again, and in it was this piece, titled Adult Advent Announcement. O Lord, let Advent begin again in us not merely in commercials. For that first Christmas was not simply for children, but for the wise and the strong. It was crowded around that cradle with kings kneeling. Speak to us who seek an adult seat this year. Help us to realise, as we fill stockings, Christmas is mainly for the old folks. Bent backs and tired eyes need relief and light a little more. No wonder it was grown-ups who were the first to notice such a star. The piece that I'm about to read to you uh, became familiar to me when I used it in Rivers of Blood, which is uh, the second novel in a trilogy I wrote and published. It's called Christmas Bells by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I heard the bells on Christmas Day their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men, till ringing Singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black accursed mouth the cannon thundered in the south, and with the sound the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth. Goodwill to men. 
Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth, good will to men.
It was delightful to discover this poem, Advent Calendar, written by Rowan Williams, who was our 104th Archbishop of Canterbury. He writes, He will come like last leaf's fall, one night, when the November wind has flayed the trees to bone, and earth wakes, choking on the mould, the soft shrouds folding. He will come like frost, one morning when the shrinking earth opens on mist, to find itself arrested in the net of alien sword-set beauty. He will come like dark, one evening when the bursting red December sun draws up the sheet and penny masks its eye to yield the star-snowed fields of sky. He will come, will come, will come like crying in the night, like blood, like breaking, as the earth writhes to toss him free, he will come like child. Jim Macpherson is a retired Anglican priest from Queensland's Sunshine Coast in Australia. And he writes this rather clever piece of work, which I'm not quite sure whether I should call it satirical. Not satirical about our faith, but about the world around us. December Humbug by Jim McPherson December's wild collective madness strikes. We all submit like slaves to Santa's lash, and with our hearts and minds and credit cards, crown Santa as de facto season king. Remote from human suffering at the pole, he speaks to those who dream of better things, beyond injustice, misery and toil, to offer tinsel hope and brittle joy. Just come to me and I will bring relief, ho, ho. My cargo cult will save you from your grief, ho, ho. I cannot soil the incarnation's gift with Santa's baubles or his sugared grift. Give me the God whose feet have touched the ground and walked with us as human as ourselves to celebrate our joys and share our pain. Who's born in justice, hunger and fatigue and who, forswearing all escape, endured our human death 
and death's defeat secured. December's now the torment of my year, while Santa's bogus claims assault my ears, the one we fate who lived our living ills is trampled in the rush for happy pills. Pamela Cranston wrote her poem simply called Advent, but she wrote it on a theme by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Some of you may know, others may not, that Bonhoeffer was a German Lutheran pastor who stood out against the Nazi regime in Germany during the war years. Sadly, two weeks before the end of the war, he was hanged in Flossenburg concentration camp. Look how long the weary world waited, locked in its lonely cell, guilty as a prisoner. As you can imagine, it sang and whistled in the dark. It hoped. It paced and puttered about, tidying its little piles of inconsequence. It wept from the weight of ennui, draped like shackles on its wrists. It raged and wailed against the walls of its own plight. But there was nothing the world could do to find its own freedom. The door was shut tight. It could only be opened from the outside. Who could believe the latch would be turned by a pink flower? The tiny hand of a newborn baby. I hope that you will find this final piece uplifting and by definition of its title, A Time to Rejoice. Brad Reynolds' poem, Gaudete, which of course is the Latin word for rejoice. Because Christmas is almost here, because dancing fits so well with music, because inside baby clothes are miracles, Gaudete. Because some people love you, because of chocolate, because pain does not last forever, because Santa Claus is coming, Gaudete. Because of laughter, because there really are angels, because your fingers fit your hands, because forgiveness is yours for the asking. Because of children, because of parents, Gaudete. Because the blind see and the lame walk, Gaudete. Because lepers are clean and the deaf hear, Gaudete. 
because the dead will live again. And there is good news for the poor. Gaudete. Because of Christmas, because of Jesus, you rejoice. Gaudete.